Welcome to the Indie Brand Builder Podcast, where successful entrepreneurs and industry experts get real about what it takes to build a seven-figure product brand with your host, Jeremy Robinson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indie Brand Builder, where creative entrepreneurs and product designers are building successful purpose-driven businesses so that they can accomplish their financial dreams while making a difference in the world. Be sure to check out IndieBrandBuilder.com and subscribe for updates. And today we're going to be talking about tech packs. So you've got your amazing product idea. Maybe you even have a prototype in place. But now you're considering large-scale manufacturing and you're speaking with factories that are halfway around the world where English is not the native language. And you're talking about spending tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars with them. So it's starting to dawn on you how much could potentially go wrong and how much those mistakes could cost you. Well, one of the most important factors in this kind of relationship is how you communicate your product requirements. And that's where tech packs come in. So today I'm joined by Belinda Jacobs. And Belinda is a technical fashion designer from London. Now, she's now based in Los Angeles. And she had her first job in fashion at age 15, stapling swatch cards together. Sounds sounds exciting. (laughs) Belinda has been designing and creating tech packs, however, since then, for more than a decade for household brands and independent designers alike. So welcome, Belinda. Thanks very much for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Okay, so just off the top, uh, for those of you who've never heard the term tech pack, or maybe if you've heard it and you're not sure what it means, what is a tech pack? A tech pack is short for technical package, and it's an industry standard name for a document that just outlines your design. So this document contains all the information, the sketches, materials, measurements, everything that is relevant to your product. Right. So it's essentially a way of communicating at a very granular level to your manufacturer or your factory what what exactly is to be made. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Great. So let's take a step back. Tell us about your journey and the inspiration behind uh, your company and, and how, how you came to be doing what you're doing today. I was working as a designer for a large company in London and we worked with several different factories, also big, well-established companies. And the problems with communication in production were so common, they were just like clockwork. Mm -hmm. Right. The language and the cultural barrier was such that even if we sent a sketch with a few notes on it, it just wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. We'd get samples back that we'd look at thinking, what the hell is this? And the factory would probably be looking at our sketches thinking exactly the same thing. So everyone I know who worked in design and in production had the same sort of problems. Communication was really, really difficult, especially at this really high level of detail. Uh And that's why I wanted to start a company specializing in just tech packs. I'd felt firsthand the pain of this as a designer. Mm -hmm. Great. And so what what kind of companies and products do you work with typically? All sorts, um, men's, women's, children's, um, different kinds of fabrics, different kinds of products. So sometimes woven fabrics, knitted fabrics, sometimes it can be accessories, bags. So Belinda, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see people making? I would say not investing in the development process 
it's impossible, unfortunately, to go from design to mass production instantly. And you have to spend time and spend money developing your design into this real life sample. Right. And it's not necessarily a, a quick or an easy process. And it, it doesn't always happen in one step or, or just in the first go. You have to be prepared for a bit of trial and error. Right. So describe that process to us. What does that process look like? So once you have a design, you want to start thinking about the technical details. You know, how is the design made and how is it put together? So designers would come to me with their ideas and we go over everything on a call. And then I can go away, create technical drawings of the design and put together a tech pack. And the tech pack would contain all the materials, all the components, all the design details, how the design is going to be put together, um, measurements and tolerances for all of the different sizes that the product comes in. And the idea behind the tech pack is that then the designer has this digital document. It's easy to send to anyone. You know, anyone can open it or print it. And you can use it to request and compare price quotes from different factories. You could use it to have samples made. It's also a great development tool as you can track updates to your design based off of any samples you get back. Right. So in other words, you may come up with a tech pack, send it to a factory, get a sample or a prototype back, and then you would essentially um, make changes to your tech pack based on that potentially? Yeah. So Absolutely. It's an, it's an iterative it's very, process, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's common for it to be that way. Mm-hmm. Great. So, and so it becomes like a working document um, that, that exists apart from the product itself to, to track the changes. Exactly, yeah. It would depend on the product, but how long does this process typically take? It's, it's pretty quick to go from design to tech pack. If you are used to working for a, a big company – you know, potentially tens of different designs are produced every single week. Right. So I'm used to um, creating these very, very quickly. Right. Um, but obviously, if you're an independent designer, that's not going to be the case. Um, but if you're just sort of trying to create a few tech packs in one go, it normally takes about a week or so. Right. And what do you need from a client? Where does it start? Yeah. So I would need primarily three things, a prototype, and this doesn't have to be, you know, super finalized, 100% accurate, it can just be a work in progress. Um, Or it can be something you've actually bought that's just similar to your design. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also need to go through with you on a call just what your design is and what it needs to look like. And we'd need to go over what fabric you want to use as well, which is quite important because the fabric really influences the measurements that we're going to put in the tech pack and and how the design needs to be put together and made. Right, right. So I guess you're speaking mostly to fabric-based or fashion-based products. If someone were producing more of a a technical product or so on, I assume there'd be as much or more need for a a tech pack at that point. Yeah, definitely. The more... The more detailed your product is, the, the more you want to, you know, document that and the more specifications you need to have. Right. So fabrics are interesting. There's a huge variety. We use linen, for instance, at So Young. And I know there are different grades and different types of linen and so on. So how do you manage all that? And, and how do you even find all the samples to kind of make those types of decisions? Or is that just, again, part of the iterative process? 
Um, partially, it's part of the iterative process. But again, I would start off by just using my knowledge of fabrics, right. uh, my experience to kind of recommend where I think the best starting point is. And I think to begin with, you want to be as detailed as you can about the particular type of fabric that you want to use. So let's say you are using linen, you know, what type of linen is it? Is it knitted or is it woven? Is it is the fiber composition 100% linen or is there something else in there? Right, right. You know, how thick is the fabric? What does it weigh? Right. And again, even if you have all those written specifications down, there's also varying levels of sort of quality of fabric, right. which is which is hard to sort of convey on a piece of paper. So that's something to think about as well. Right. It also comes down somewhat to your experience in dealing with a whole variety of fabrics and you can actually help make recommendations and it can fill in some of the gaps if someone is coming at this from, you know, from a bit more of a layman's or just a strictly a, a designer's aspect to fill in some of the technical concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us about what's going on these days in tech packs. Are there, what are some of the biggest trends and new developments that you see in the marketplace today? So within tech packs themselves, like a lot of other things in the industry, there's not really an official standard. There's no sort of agreed upon format or, you know, right way of doing things. People have their own their own methods. But in terms of the biggest trends just going on with product design in general, I can definitely see a growth in the pet product market, which is interesting, just judging by my own clients, which is not something I, I thought I'd ever be working on. <laughs> um, I just took a course recently in pattern cutting for dog clothing, which was very <laughs> Cool. Getting back to your early comment. So essentially what you're saying is that there's, there's no set format for a tech pack. So if you were starting from scratch, there's no template out there that you could go to it's going to i guess vary somewhat from product to product but what's informed your approach to actually making sure that you're communicating all of the details and what are those specifically i've always kept a log of every time that there's a miscommunication or something hasn't been done right or instructions have just been misunderstood for whatever reason i've kind of developed my own system for creating a tech pack and making sure that I include all of the relevant information. So you would want to start with materials and components. So, you know, listing out everything that's going to need to be used to make the product. Then you want to have technical sketches of your design. Um, you're going to want to call out all the details in those sketches. So, you know, use arrows to point out the different aspects of the design. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to detail the construction of the design, so how it's made, where where all the seams are going to go, how they're going to be stitched together, what is the width of that stitch, what type of thread do you need to be using. Right. You're also going to want to cover any embellishments that go on the product, any prints, all the fastenings, any labels, any branding that's going on there. You can even talk about packaging. Mm -hmm. And most importantly are the specs for the product as well. So these are all the measurements that the factory is going to need to know so that they can create a pattern for your product. And then that pattern is cut out of fabric and then the fabric is sewn together. Right. So you're going to want to list all the measurements for all the sizes that your product comes in and all the measurements are going to need tolerances as well. Right. 
Now, can these tech packs form any part of a contract with a factory? Yes. I mean, it, it's obviously not a legal document, but, but yeah, definitely. If you don't have this kind of really clear outline of what your product is going to be that you've both agreed upon, then, you know, and anything can happen, really. Right. So it becomes a reference for you to go back to the factory and say, listen, this is what we asked you to do, but this is not what ended up happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to make both of your lives easier than theirs as much as yours. Right. Great. And by the way, if anyone's interested on uh, Belinda's site, techpacks.co, um, there is an example tech pack that you can download. Uh, so I'd encourage you to go there just if you want to get a visual of what that looks like. And I can even provide a link for that uh, in the blog post associated with this uh, podcast episode, indiebrandbuilder.com. Um, so looking ahead, Belinda, I mean, you're at a lot of conferences, you're out speaking with people and, and sharing the importance of this and, and your, your standards for this. What's got you most excited? Next month, I'm going to be launching a course called Design Your First Fashion Product that I am very excited about. It's it's the first course that I made. Okay. So a lot of my clients for whom I create tech packs for, they still struggle with the creative side of the design. So I put together some videos with some workbooks, cheat sheets and templates, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it shows you how you can easily go from an unfinished, unclear idea in your head to finalized design sketches on paper. And the great thing is you don't need to be Mark Jacobs or whoever. You just need to learn what the steps are to be a great designer. Great. And where can people find that? So it's on our website, techpacks.co. Okay. Which is spelled T E C H P A C K S dot C O. And we have a newsletter as well if you want any free tips on design and production. And that's called Tech Pack Tuesdays. And you can find that at techpacks.co forward slash newsletter. Great. Cool. Well, uh, thanks so much, Belinda. Again, I'd encourage anyone who's interested in this concept just to visit the site, download a sample. This concept really applies across all products. And, you know, if you're dealing with a more sophisticated product, you're probably already familiar with this. I know for us at So Young, in the beginning, we're sending over the most basic of sketches. Uh, and, but uh, our tech pack has developed over time. Thanks so much for joining us today, Belinda. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks. So again, that's techpacks.co and I'm Jeremy Robinson. For more insights on building a seven-figure product brand, including free downloadable training material, visit IndieBrandBuilder.com.